2: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
3: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
4: The number one and number two teams in the nation squared off in college basketball. The Bears are in some kind of funk on Thanksgiving week, and is this a must-win game for the Raiders' playoff hopes? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports.
2: Found.
3: Let's start with the biggest story.
4: It's not even Thanksgiving and we already got the number one and number two ranked teams in the nation squaring off and it was not much of a fight. Gonzaga, the number one team in the nation, bludgeons number two UCLA, 8363. And joining me now from Locked On Zags is Andy Patton. Andy, I'm looking at this going, this is a balanced team. They've got veteran players. They've got up and coming freshman studs. Why should I believe anyone can beat this Gonzaga team?
2: It, it was a really incredible performance today, Peter. Like they just looked absolutely from start to finish. This you ran all the way through it. I was extremely impressed. I thought you said they would put up a little bit more of a fight. I know they were dealing with some. Uh, some health issues, they're missing one of their big men, which obviously is a challenge when you're facing a team with Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren, 2 seven-foot guys who can do a lot of different things with the basketball. But, yeah, I think, you know, Mark Few said before this game to the media that he thinks this team is going to continue to get better and that they still have a lot of room to grow. And after watching this game, I don't know how much like they're about as high as you can possibly get at this point <laughs> if he really believes that this team is going to continue to get better. And some of the young freshman guards who didn't play a ton in this one have some room to grow if they continue to get better. There, it's going to be difficult to imagine some teams, uh, any teams out there, really uh, giving this team much of a run.
4: Well, and what I think is is really important. You get someone like Chet Holmgren, who who comes out and and has some some highlight real plays in this game. Gets Dickie V excited in this game. <laughs> he has fifteen and six. It, they took a team that was already last year a national title contender. Mm-hmm. They lose some guys to the NBA. And they just backfill that with talent and not just one for one talent, new, versatile, exciting talent. I mean, this is this is not how it's supposed to work at Gonzaga. You're not supposed to fill blue chippers with blue chippers
2: what's been crazy to me is it seems like the coaching staff and the development system that they have they seem to really have guys in mind for when they want players to pop you know they they knew Chet Hombrin's going to be a one and done like they knew that from the get go that's no secret there but you have a guy like Julian Strother who had a good game here tonight he He was a freshman last year. He barely played at all because Corey Kisper played like 33, 34 minutes per night. Mm -hmm. But it always seemed like the plan was, hey, this is a guy who's going to be ready to go in year two. And then you've had other guys who are really ready to pop in year three, you know, thinking on years past, guys like Rui Hachimura who came out in year three, Joel Ayayi in year three. And it just seems like, Co- the coaching staff, whether it's Mark Few his assistants or some combination, really seem to know when they're going to have all of their guys at their peak. And this year, it seemed like it's really coming together where most of the guys are are ready to go this year. And even when you lose a Jalen Suggs and a Joel E.I.E. and a Corey Kispert, you have, like you said, you have the, the blue chip talent, which is unusual. That's not what Gonzaga has done historically. Obviously, this is a new thing for this program, but you have that kind of talent. You still can backfill it with guys who were kind of in the reserves last year. And there are some guys on this team right now who fans didn't see at all tonight who are going to be really good in two or three years. That's just the way that this program has been developing talent lately.
4: Follow Locked On Zags for more on their season. Coming up, the Bears are starting Andy Dalton on Thanksgiving. Plus, Matt Nagy could be coaching for his headset on Thursday or just coaching and then hanging it up. How do they bounce back? Major League Baseball and the Players Union have agreed to move the upcoming deadline for teams to offer contracts to certain players in order to keep them out of a potential limbo in the event of a work stoppage next month. The tender deadline was moved from December 2nd to November 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Sports Collective Bargaining Agreement expires December 1st at 11.59 p.m. And it's not expected that Major League Baseball and the Union will agree on a new deal before then. A lockout and roster freeze could begin December 2nd. Teams have until the deadline to decide whether to offer 2022 contracts to players with fewer than six years of Major League service, including those eligible for salary arbitration. Clay Thompson participated in his first full practice with the Warriors this season. Thompson tore his left ACL during Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals and then tore his right ACL in November of 2020. It's so exciting, Thompson said. Just to be running up and down the court and playing basketball, it's truly a blessing and it makes coming to work so easy. The boring stuff's behind me, and now it's just getting back in game shape. I've got to stay patient because I can be an overeager person to get out there and play, but I'm just incredibly grateful to be out there. The work the training staff and I have done over the last two years is really paying off, and it's hard to put into words how grateful I am to be playing basketball again the Warriors are close to being all the way back and right now they're already the best team in basketball it is going to get scary the Rays are locking up their star shortstop for a dozen years just a casual dozen you know no big deal
0: the future is here to stay Wander Franco has now signed a long-term deal with your Tampa Bay Rays Huge news. This is the number one uh, offseason wish list for so many race fans after seeing the rookie campaign that Wander Franco had uh, in 2021. The deal is 11 years long for $185 million guaranteed. It can go up to 12 years for $223 million. There's a lot of different escalators uh, depending on MVP finishes and trade clauses, but Let's not get bored with that right now. Wander Franco is going to be a Ray for a long, long time. And get excited, race fans. Go buy that jersey. When was the last time you bought a jersey of a race uh, player? Now it's the time to get that Franco jersey.
4: The Giants are moving on from Jason Garrett as offensive coordinator.
5: The New York Giants have fired offensive coordinator Jason Garrett. Hi, everybody. I'm Patricia a host of the Lock on Giants podcast. With some breaking news, the New York Giants have relieved offensive coordinator Jason Garrett of his duties. That announcement coming from the team initially reported by the Daily News. Now, everybody who tuned into the game on Monday night, the Giants 30 to 10 loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pretty much saw what happened uh, between the offensive game plan being a mess, being questionable, not getting the most out of it, and of course the struggles to continue to score, the problems inside the red zone, the third down conversions, all the stuff that has been ongoing pretty much every single week with few exceptions since Jason Garrett was hired to be the offensive coordinator. So, where do the Giants go from here? Well, according to reports, the plan is for Freddie Kitchens, the senior offensive assistant, to take over the play calling duties. Freddie Kitchens called the plays for the Giants last year during the one week that Jason Garrett was sidelined due to having the COVID-19 virus.
4: Freddie Kitchens, of course, taking over for the Giants, or as I like to call him, Freddie Guest Half Bathrooms, considering the way that he performed as Brown's coach. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Betonline.ag has you covered for a long day of college basketball on Wednesday, beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern with Eastern Kentucky Invitational matchup of Albany and Eastern Illinois. BetOnline.ag likes Albany by four and a half. If you're betting on that, you animals. I love it. Then at 2.30 Eastern in the battle for Atlantis, UConn takes on Auburn. BetOnline likes the Huskies by three and a half. And at 7 Eastern, Xavier and Iowa State begin playing the NIT season tip-off at the Barclays Center. BetOnline.ag likes the Musketeers by eight points in that one. Maybe Barclays will actually have... A home team advantage for someone because it hasn't really been for the Nets. Two thirds Warriors fans in that game the other day. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use your promo code LOCKED ON to get that bonus.
3: Here is another story you need to know
4: The Chicago Bears take on the Detroit Lions on Thursday. The opening match of the Thanksgiving Day slate. And it's going to be Andy Dalton against Tim Boyle, just as everyone would like. Joining me now from Locked on Bears, Lauren Cox and Lauren, uh, this game is now being played against the backdrop of reports that the Bears have already made a decision on Matt Nagy's future, that he will be out after this Thanksgiving game, win or lose. That seems crazy to me. Let's just take, that for a second and assume it is true why would you handle it this way if you're the Chicago Bears that's why it's so baffling right like
1: why would you tell why would you decide before the game and somehow let it get out that they're like why Why would you wait to fire him then why not do it now I guess the, the one thing would be that it's a four-day turnaround to a Thursday night game and that it's already uh, pretty much an impossible task for NFL teams to prepare for another game and not even have real practices and so like keep, keep the guy around in order to have someone steering a ship and not just go completely off the rails in, in a in a quick quick turnaround but that's that's it's pretty flimsy at that point you're aggressive at straws to find a reason why you would handle it this way if you've already come to the conclusion that you're gonna fire the coach in season which the organization has never done in its history right what what's the what's the difference between doing it now or doing it five days from now
4: At least let the guy have some turkey in peace. Like that's how I feel about it. Like, don't don't make him go through this whole rigmarole knowing that that he's out. So let's set that aside because as of right now, as of this recording, those are just reports. Absent those reports, did you feel like, you know, like let's let's rewind 24 hours? Did you feel like? There had been something, or could be something, the Bears could have done to finish the season that would have made it reasonable for the Bears to say, "Actually, we think Matt Nagy deserves another year here." It felt like the last,
1: the last—I don't know if it's the last straw, but the last opportunity was this Ravens game that they just lost to the backup quarterback Tyler Hutton. Like, if it would have been Lamar Jackson and the Bears lost that game. I don't know that everyone's batting too much of an either six and three Ravens team. They're an AFC contender. The bears are clearly not, but the fact that Lamar Jackson misses the game and the team is still unable to win against a backup quarterback in his first career start was just kind of the, you know, the pick your pick your cliche, the straw that broke the camel's back to where it's just like now the bears are already at seven losses you know, any kind of hope of going on a run to make the playoffs seems pretty much out of the loop there from that game. And that's why that's why the report feels plausible enough, but it's just, it's it's just a tough spot for this team and it would have taken a, a pretty miraculous turnaround all the hopes were on Justin Fields you know coming out of the bye week and and taking that next step and really elevating this team but it's clear the the level of talent around him is not quite there yet for a rookie quarterback and the coaching quality certainly does not quite seem to be there for him either
4: follow locked on bears to see how they climb out of this hole coming up the raiders are teetering on the edge of a crowded AFC playoff picture is this week's game a must win
3: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
4: Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And if you haven't tried one, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try it to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just difficult to, to eat, to want to eat. Bill parts are different. They're soft. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's just different. You know it when you taste it, but they're low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, and high in protein. So you're eating something delicious and you don't have to feel bad about it. In fact, you can feel good because you're fueling your body the right way and it tastes great. And there's flavors for everyone. Salted caramel, double chocolate. I love the coconut brownie. All the coconut flavors slap real hard. And this month, Built is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check the website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com.
3: Agree or disagree? This is the cue of the day.
4: It is hard to remember a team in recent or any history that has faced more tumult through the first half of the season than the Las Vegas Raiders, a coach resigning in disgrace, a former first-round receiver facing life in prison, and yet the Las Vegas Raiders are a win or two away from being right in the thick of the AFC playoff race, and they have a banged-up Dallas Cowboys team on Thanksgiving. Joining me now from Locked On Raiders, it's your boy Q, and Q... Like I said, Amari Cooper not going to be able to go on Thursday. CeeDee Lamb, a big question. And this Raiders team, if they can get to six and five, they're they're right there to be in the playoffs. This feels like the turning point or or potential turning point in this season to me. It could be. It
0: really could be the potential turning point. And the Raiders have had multiple opportunities, you know, going back the last few weeks. They haven't won a game since their since their bye week you know they lost to the g-man that's a big loss uh they lost to the chiefs on sunday night football i mean that game could have been for first place potentially and then hey they had an opportunity to get back in the win column against the cincinnati Bengals and feel good about themselves and they couldn't get it done i mean they feel like a team that's in a free fall uh in the media sessions uh following the games they look like a team that's mentally exhausted and Mm -hmm. with all that being said like you said they're still in the thick of things they're not out you know, it's not like, hey, give me your, give me your jerseys. It's the final checkout of the season. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not that they literally could still be in it. They just got to figure a way to get up off their shoulders and find a W. And, and so, I mean, it could happen on Thursday because the Cowboys are banged
4: up, like you mentioned. Sometimes all it takes is one drive or one quarter to get that mojo back a little bit, to get that self belief back. And I, I think sometimes we forget. Yes, these are professional athletes at the top of their craft. You know, you're talking about 53 alpha males on a roster, but they can get down. They they are, are uh, victims of circumstance in a lot of cases, in, including and especially this one. So what is it going to take on Thursday against the Cowboys to get this thing rolling in the right direction? Well, honestly,
0: and it's funny, it's going to sound like I'm trying to be a funny dude and I'm not, but... Their offense needs some jumper cables. You know what I mean? I've been talking about the offense is like a car when you go out to the the car and you turn the the key and it click 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 clicks and you need hey, you need to call your friend for a jump. I need Mm -hmm. I need a little bit of juice. I need a little energy. They haven't had the juice, they haven't had the energy, they haven't had the sense of urgency. That's what they need to do. They need to find that. Uh, maybe playing on a short week, coming off that loss to the Bengals, maybe it's, it's going to actually help them to get away from home, clear their mind a little bit, and maybe that helps give them a little bit of juice. Maybe a big play, like you mentioned, a big, uh, big drive. But it's got to start early. That's the thing. They've got to get off to an early, quick start. They haven't really done it all season long if they can get into the end zone early, maybe that starts giving them some confidence instead of looking at the third quarter and the fourth fourth quarter and trying to make a comeback. You know, I mean, they just, for some reason, they've just been sleepwalking for the first three quarters of games and then think that they're going to make it happen in the fourth. And you play with fire too many times, you get burned. And right now, the Raiders are looking at a third-degree burns as they're on a three-game losing streak.
4: And and maybe it's as simple as put them on national TV, give them an opportunity against quote-unquote America's team I don't like saying that as a as someone who covers the Packers but I understand branding is branding uh, that could be enough to say hey the whole world is watching let's go get it
0: yeah I was thinking that was going to happen Sunday night when they play the Chiefs the whole, the whole <laughs> okay. world was watching MC okay. West <laughs> opponent Patrick Mahomes the Chiefs the Raiders old school yeah. rivalry not so much so I mean <laughs> if it works this <laughs> time great but I'm not counting on the prime time effect of it uh, mattering, but maybe getting away from home, maybe that'll help a little something, something.
4: And finally, the college football playoff rankings came out Tuesday night for the first time since the college football playoff was created. A group of five school is now ranked in the top four. Cincinnati checks in at number four after Oregon was knocked back to number 11 following a big loss to Utah. Ohio State and Alabama swapped places with the Buckeyes, now number two, in Georgia, of course, sitting as the number one team in the nation. Michigan is ranked fifth ahead of their matchup with Ohio State. Sorry, the Ohio State University. And Notre Dame, their lone loss to Cincinnati, is ranked sixth. Thanks for making Lockdown Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, on Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Friday, we preview the weekend of football ahead. Happy Thanksgiving, and at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.
3: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.